G'day and welcome to episode 10 of Homestyle Green. I'm your host Matthew Cutler-Welsh and today I'm very excited to bring you an interview with uh, Carlin Archer. Now I caught up with, um, I first met Carlin in Christchurch a few years ago and him and, him and his brother were about to embark on a, on a project to develop a website. And Carlin was interested in figuring out how to build a, a green or sustainable home. And he was the first to admit that he didn't really know much about building at all, let alone how to build sustainably. Uh, but he was really keen to find out. And so he his idea was to use his skills in web development to create a platform and a, a place where people could come and talk about sustainable building and share ideas. And that idea uh, became EcoBob. And uh, his site, ecobob.co.nz, has become uh, quite the resource for people in the know and people not in the know who, who want to find out where to get uh, green stuff and where to find tradespeople and even where to find houses um, because they do offer a service to list houses now on, on Ecobob. So I caught up with Carlin, who is currently in South Africa. He's living in Cape Town. And uh, I asked him what his what his motivation was to uh, start EcoBob. Thank you for uh, joining us, Callum. What's uh, so? Where are you at the moment? So at the moment, I'm living in Cape Town, South Africa. Right in the in the heart of Cape Town. At the moment, we are actually we're we're um, just up from the city, so about you can walk to the city in about twenty minutes. And there's almost there's a bit of a hint of a uh, South African accent there. Is that a uh, is that a strategy or a survival technique uh, for a, for a native Kiwi? Probably a subconscious survival technique. To be honest, it's not something I've been working on. But I do I do get a lot of um, comments on it when I phone the family and friends back home. So, and I'm, right. I'm probably actually temper, uh, tempering it a wee bit. So. <laughs> Because you've just been travelling around a bit of South Africa as well, haven't you? We just did a three-month trip around South Africa, so we um, travelled basically right around the country. Right, right. Well, which well, probably added, added to my to my accent. Yeah, I might. Uh, we might come back to that because uh, it sounds like a pretty exciting journey that you went on. Um, but I want to start by. Talking about EcoBob, that's what we're really here to uh, to discuss. So, do you want to, for those that haven't been to EcoBob or checked it out, um, can you tell us, in your words, what how would you describe EcoBob, and and what was your motivation for setting it up in the first place? So, EcoBob is an online resource. Um, the website's ecobob.co.nz and. Um, the idea of the website is where you can go to to get inspiration or ideas for um, living in a sustainable way, mostly focused around sustainable houses, eco-friendly building and um, solar hot water, solar panels, um, photovoltaics and, and that sort of thing, rainwater collection. Um, so the motivation to set it up was to, to build a resource that made it easy for people, sort of one-stop place you can go to and um, there's a, a section there for eco homes where you can browse through other people's eco houses and see photographs and, and get a bit of a description to see what they've done. And sort of leading on from that, there's a forum where you can discuss ideas. So you might have a problem or 
um, something you're not quite clear on about um, the feature of an eco home or a building technique and you can post it in there. And there's a lot of quite clued up people on the forum there who, who post bits and pieces in. Yeah. Um, so you normally, you normally get some quite good feedback. So, so you're really tapping into well, what, what seems to have happened is you've, you've tapped into a, uh, both an audience and a, uh, a market of people who or, or a group of people who are in are sort of immersed in that uh, industry? I think that's what happened when we started it. It, it seemed to take off pretty quickly. Like I, I had no idea, um, you know, if people were going to use it right in the beginning. I thought, especially, you know, back five years ago, I mean, there was a movement sort of in, to, towards greener building and, and greener living, but it was still relatively in its infancy in New Zealand and people didn't really, you know, a lot of people I talked to sort of wondered what the hell I was doing, but but I knew that it was something that I wanted to to use. So right. once we built it, it seemed to be this group of people came to it pretty quickly. And so in fact, it's quite of, a diff- A case of build it and they'll come? Yeah, I think it was actually. Like I didn't, didn't sort of have too high expectations for it in the beginning in terms of numbers, but... Um, I think the thing that surprised me is the people that are using it now are quite different to perhaps the people I thought would use it. Like, it seems to be a lot of um, mainstream builders on there uh, or mainstream architects or, or mainstream people in that industry who are using the forum. And then a lot of the general public sort of come along and tap into their knowledge. So at first I thought it would be a lot more sort of maybe focused on more sort of, I don't know how to describe it, but Hippies. More deeper, deeper, yeah, more hippies, there you go. More deeper green. But it's um I think it's quite good that it's it's a bit more mainstream and and and, and that people are using it um in a broader sense. Um and some of the houses on there are very deep green, you know, very um, more what I initially expected. So it's kind of a good combination of both. So yeah, that's interesting. So what what would your typical uh, when you when you say mainstream, you you, you mean someone who's not necessarily uh, building for sustainability as a as a main uh, drive, or you know they're, they're just sort of building to code, or they're just uh, just building stock standard houses. What do you think their yeah, motivation think is for coming is on there is? I think they're more practically motivated in that they might you know decide that they're hearing a lot more in the air about getting good insulation in your house and, and the practicality of having a healthier home. You know your kids don't get so much asthma if there's non-toxic paints and, and those kind of things. So they end up Googling something like they type into Google um, healthy insulation or, you know, double glazing on the windows or whatever, and then EcoBob comes Eco-Bob up or even up. saving, yeah, pops up. So they kind of come into it from that angle. They don't, they even, I mean, I could be wrong here, but I think a lot of people haven't necessarily heard of EcoBob until they Google something and then they and then they, they hear it, they, they see it in their search results. Um, yeah. So I guess that's how we're capturing a lot of those people into the audience. Hey, uh, it's a great name, Callan. What's uh, what, what's the origin of EcoBob, the name? Well, the actual initial idea was that Bob was um, best to both. So the idea was that uh, you could live in an eco-friendly way, but you could also live in a nice, comfortable home. It wasn't like you had to live in some hippie bubble, um, you know, with a straw straw floor or whatever, although we do have a lot of straw bale houses and mud buildings on there that are that are great places. But the idea was that it was best of both, so it would be beautiful and, and um, eco-friendly at the same time. 
So a lot so, of people thought so it Bob's was, not a builder. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people thought it was Bob the builder, but um, I guess that's that's fine as well. So best of both both worlds. So uh, an eco-friendly house that also looks good. Yeah, that was the idea. Um, I mean, not every eco-friendly house looks good, so that's, but that, that was the idea. That it was, yeah. it was just, just coming back to your audience, do you know what your numbers are, uh, how, how many people use the site? We have um, around, it sort of goes up and down, like I think I think winter is busy, maybe because it's cold and more people are Googling insulation or something, but yeah. um, normally it's at least 30,000 visitors um, every month. Wow. So. Yeah, so it's quite quite good numbers, um, and most of those are from New Zealand as well. We do get some from Australia and some from from overseas, but the majority, I think, something like ninety percent or so, is, is from New Zealand. Yeah, so that I, I'm imagining uh, that'll put you up uh, among the most popular of the building uh, websites in New Zealand, probably. Yeah, I think so. I, I have no idea what the other sites get. I mean, I, I, there might be other more mainstream sites that don't focus purely on the environmental side of it that, that do get more. I, don't, I really don't know. Well, I think the a lot of the other sites tend to be either uh, specific to a product or another service, like I think some of the power companies have sites, and obviously uh, eCare and, and, and the government, uh, some of the sites and smarter homes, they sort of ha- all have affiliations or ties with specific organisations, and I, I guess that's another pl- reason why your site's pretty unique. Is that uh, is it? I mean, is EcoBob a company, or how do how do you? What's the, what's the structure of the organisation? Um, so it is a company. We've got it set up as a limited liability company. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't doesn't make a huge amount of money. We, we we make enough to cover our costs, and the problem is we always have ideas for for new features to put in, and um, you know we want to improve bits and pieces, but um, so we have to always allow. For how much it's going to cost before we go ahead and do it, so I guess that's why we do have advertising on the site. We know we do have banner ads. We um, we have people who advertise in our directory, um, but we only we only sort of the advertisers in the directory are only people that fit the fit what we're doing. Obviously, if it's just if you're selling a solar hot water system or a rainwater collection tank, then naturally it's a good fit. Yeah, um, and that which is a win-win because obviously someone's not going to want to advertise in our directory if they're selling something that's not really of interest to our to our customers, and I imagine that that audience and that community would uh, would um, sound them out if they thought they weren't appropriate as well. By the sound of it, they're a pretty active uh, and uh, uh, motivated group of people there. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we do we do find that um, that keeps everyone in line. The fact that we have that forum there, so um, you know, we we don't we don't tend to do any editing on comments or whatever yeah. unless there's something that's abusive we, we leave it on there and um not everyone's happy with that but we we've yeah. um, tended to focus on being on being open that's you know it's about transparency so well and, and on average i guess that keeps you really independent as well because because you, you don't have an, a, a, um, a specific product behind you you're not pushing anything uh or, or another organization you, you've you've got sort of total independence there and um you can uh, offer a forum where people can ha- have a balanced view and argue things out and uh, hopefully come to some yeah. sort of um, consensus or, or agree to disagree. Yeah, it's, that's what tends to happen. Like you get some fairly heated debates, but generally um, people are relatively reasonable and at the end of it they sort of say, well, 
you know, I can see your point, but I still think this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I, I, another, I mean, I, another reason I, um, I see that people use the site is for sourcing tricky to find uh, bits of equipment too. You know, when, when someone either someone wants to know what the best option is if they're building or or how to find something or like some rare radiator or some different uh, wet back or something like that um, and it's just seeking advice of where to go for things. Yeah, I think that's true. I think both through the use of the forum and also the directory, people um, can find those materials that are that are, you, know, you might spend hours on Google trying to track down and you may not find, but, but through through the site you can find that. And I think um, when I initially set it up, I read something about um, the concept of vertical search, which is kind of like Google but more focused on a, a vertical um, aspect, in, in our case, sustainable housing or green housing. Yeah, right. Now, and you were saying before that you're you're you so you're not a builder. You you don't uh, didn't have any experience of uh, building or necessarily even sustainable design prior to launching. Eco no, Day. not at all. No, and in fact, probably quite the opposite. Probably less so than your average person. Yeah. Um, I mean, ask ask me to build a website, and that's fine. But don't ask me to build a house. Right. And at the time, I mean, going back five years, uh, this sort of, I guess even WordPress is kind of just kicking off. And um, it's, did you have to create your own platform for the website? Is it it's fairly um, ground up sort of uh, development? Yeah, we did actually. We built built everything from scratch. We built. Uh, um, it was actually my brother and I. So the the other business partner in, in EcoBob is, is Daniel. My brother, and so he's him and I are both computer programmers. So we, we built this thing from scratch, everything from the content management system right through to the you know, the listing of properties and the, the search engine that's built into it, and um, yeah, the directory system. There's quite a lot behind the scenes that you don't see. I guess like people can relate to it if they if they understand about designing and building houses. You know, not everything sort of front and obvious you've got an insulation of the roof and the things that go on in the um in the floor and everything that people don't necessarily see so it's the same with ecobob because we did build it from the ground up yep now tell me about the 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 house you've got a house register on there is that like a can people sell houses on ecobob they can um yeah we don't charge anything for that aspect of it people can get on there and list their own eco house if they they're putting it up for sale. Um, for or you can, yeah. We, we actually we do charge to promote it. So if you want to sort of promote it on the site, you know, through either a featured listing or um, a banner ad or something, we kind of recommend that to get a um, bigger audience. How much but do you charge you for that? What does it cost to list um, We're kind of we're kind of flexible. We haven't actually put down a. I haven't actually put down a sort of standard price for that. I generally just sort of look at what someone's trying to do and then we come up with ideas like we um, on how we could market it. So we have a newsletter that goes out as well so we can sometimes we can put it in that. Um, but it can be as low as sort of, you know, under $100 to, to do it. Which is when you've got such a targeted audience and you're selling a house, obviously that's quite good value. Yeah, right. And, and is, it a gen, is it all people with a, uh, a sustainable house? It is, yeah, totally. I mean, we don't, you know, it's, it's a waste of anybody's time to, if, it's, if it's not a house that has at least, you know, a good number of sustainable features. You know, you're better off on trade me 
Yeah. Do, do you have points. a do you have a baseline or a definition of what you'd consider a sustainable house? Well, that's always been the tricky thing. I think is is actually coming to that. I mean, and I don't think I'm yet to to have come to to understanding of exactly what an eco house is. But to me, it's just a amalgamation of features you know if you just got a solar hot water cylinder sitting on your roof then it's probably not but if you've got that along with you know high levels of insulation and yeah. um, non-toxic paints you know sort of more looking at a number of features together um, and I think now I mean you could probably tell me more but the um, some of the real estate companies now are starting to um, put on their sites the a rating the is it the is it the NZ um, Green Building Council has come up with that? Or? Yeah, I mean, certainly realestate.co.nz is uh, interested in uh, and had, have offered to promote Homestar rating alongside uh, traditional features that are normally listed uh, against a property. And, uh, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I guess realestate.co.nz are up, up uh, they are the premier real estate website in New Zealand, accounting for something like 90% of the market share of real estate agents. Um, so because I think that, once you've once you've got Homestar rating against a property, then that gives it some kind of um, you know marking that's easier to to tell that it's a, it's an eco home. Yeah, that def- definitely, and I mean that's part of the purpose of Homestar is to take what can be a relatively complex question of of what defines a not necessarily even a sustainable home, but just one that. Is decent and performs to a reasonable level. It's going to keep people warm and comfortable and um, dry uh, at a reasonable price, uh, running cost. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, there's quite a, a few different factors there, and to sum that all up into one number that means something, that's kind of what I, what, what Homestar achieves to do. But you know, I should probably no. talk about that another time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so. What's uh, what's the vision from from here? You've been up, up running for for five years. Uh, now you're uh, relaxing on the beach in South Africa, and uh, what, I wish. What, what's the plan from from here for uh, Eco Bob? Well, I mean, we've got um, some plans in terms of upgrading the technology. Uh, we've got a new platform that that we're looking at using that we've developed again ourselves. So it's, it's quite a flick. It means it's more flexible for us to do different bits and pieces. Um, can't give too much away about that, but, but, but that's Sounds sort of exciting. just to, to, yeah, just to improve the, the experience. But I mean, that could, could be six months. You know, so sure. anyway. um, but I guess, yeah, the, the vision is I've just started a Facebook page also for EcoBob. So the vision is just to really to keep supporting people in terms of bringing them together to, talk around that topic yep um and you're always open to ideas from from our users as well so are you noticing um, some trends in those that type of housing or that type of interest in new zealand um not so much to be honest um i like i said i've been i've been working on some other projects over here so i've been a little bit out of touch in terms of not being on the ground in new zealand um, yeah. but I have, I just looking at the website, I haven't noticed anything obvious in terms of trends. Yeah, I mean, certainly um, one thing that seems apparent to us is that uh, a lot of people would, would like to learn how to, to build in a more sustainable way or, or more consciously uh, as far as the environment is concerned. But 
usually at the end of the day, it, it comes down to price. Sure. And, and people are always conscious of you know, how much this is going to cost. Is it going to cost me more? Or where can I get the cheapest this, that, or whatever? Um, so I guess that's always going to be a, a, a big factor for a lot of people. Yeah, that's always the limiting factor, I think, is, is always comes down to dollars. And it's kind of unfortunate, I guess, especially now um, a lot of people are tight when it comes to their budgets and, and if they've got to spend an extra 20% more, then often that doesn't, um, you know, it's hard to justify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you mentioned a few other projects. What are, what's, the, uh, what's the most recent project you've been working on, Carla? Well, actually, over here, I'm working on a project called Food with a Story, um, and the idea is to get consumers closer to where their food is is from, or where it's you know where it's made and where it's grown. Um, right. So what we do is we we go out and we visit the farmers, or we visit the small. We focus on on the good stories, so we um, visit artisanal, organic, or ethical um, farmers and producers, and and we take video clips and photographs, and then we write up a story. On, on what they're doing. Yeah. So, uh, or, or was it um, label labeling for origin? Uh, okay. Have you looked into? Um, oh, I can't think what it's called now. Where, where you have the origin of the food um, shown on the packaging? Because I know that's a big issue here. People just can't even find out where their food's coming from. Yeah, that is, but that's a huge issue because I think I mean when it when it, when it comes to um, buying good food, I think the first step is to buy local, just to support your local farmer. And, and that, in terms of food security, that's really important to, to be buying um, locally to keep those farms running. Yeah. Um, it seems to be here actually in South Africa, most items are relatively well labelled. Like I know you go into the supermarket and you look, and it will say from Kenya or it'll say from South Africa. Yeah. Um, so it's but it's not always easy to see how local it is. You know whether it's grown in Cape Town or the Western Cape or whether it's brought in from the Eastern Cape or whatever. Yeah. So different but uh, kind of related? Yeah, they are related in that it's from a sustainability perspective. I mean, it seems to yeah. be that it, every time I come up with an idea for a project, that, that is my passion is to do something that um, hopefully has a positive impact on the environment and, and everything. Um, cool. Yeah. And uh, just just finally, I'd like to ask people, Carlin, uh, in your own home right now, is there something that's working particularly well for you, or something that that you've tried that's that's worked really well uh, to make your own home more either more efficient or more comfortable? Well, the problem that we have, Matt, is we're quite transient in terms of you know we went on this trip for three months, and so we've been we've been moving around quite a bit, even even since we. Moved to South Africa, we've, you've gone we've moved house, but yeah, we are a little bit like that. So, but the one thing that we always make sure we do is the recycling of green waste and food waste. Ah. Um, I mean, the the idea of throwing, you know, food waste into the into the general rubbish is just seems to me like the biggest sin in the world. Yeah. Because um, over here, I don't know what it's like in Auckland now, but I know in Christchurch we used to have a green waste collection system, but but here in, in Cape Town, you've got to sort of take it on your own back to to do that. Right, so that's so, one thing we do. So, organic matter ends up in the landfill. Yeah, that's right. If you don't, if you don't sort of do something about it yourself, so we have a bakashi system where we put everything into that. And, right. 
So is Bokashian um, composting, is it uh, commonplace in Cape Town? I wouldn't say it's commonplace. Um, I mean, obviously, we're doing our best to encourage more people to do it. I mean, if we did a survey of our friends over here, I'd hate to think who actually does and who doesn't. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I think it's something that, I, in fact, one of my ideas here is to set up some sort of system to make it easier for people because the council has so many other issues that I don't know how long it's going to take them to get around to. I think they are piloting it in certain right. places, but um, I think there's an opportunity as well because, you know, that's – that's all good organic matter that could be turned into compost and used Definitely. for growing food. So there's an, there's an opportunity there to, to do something with that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, good luck with that project. Yeah, another project. <laughs> put it on the list. <laughs> yeah, put hey, it on the list. Uh, thank you. Oh, look, a better, better wrap-up. Um, Callum, that's been awesome to, to catch up with you. And uh, I have to say congratulations on, on EcoBob because, like you say, um, not always easy to launch something like that and get it out there, particularly when people you look at you funny and say, you know, what are you doing that for? But obviously it has sure. uh, found some feet and is is well appreciated now by the community that that you've created there and people do rely on it for a, a source of information and for connecting people. So, so well done. And uh, so Thanks, people can find... You and and what do they do? Register at, at ecobob.co.nz. What's the best pay? Yeah, if you if you register on ecobob, you see there's a, a page. Um, if you go to the site, it's relatively obvious. Um, there's a register link. Yeah. Um, and also click on the Facebook link and go and have a look at the Facebook page and, and like that if you like it. Um, and also feel free to email me if people have got ideas um, for the site because, like I said, we are doing a bit of an upgrade in the background that's been a long time coming so if people have got ideas they can send them to carlin at ecobob.co.nz carlin so c-a-r-l-i-n yeah at ecobob and um is your you got a monthly newsletter is it uh yeah it's supposed to be monthly but um often it, it's bi-monthly right <laughs> so yeah it just depends on how busy i am but i have depends actually how, I'm depends how good the, the food is in cape town well, that's true. The food over here is really good, I have to be honest. <laughs> hey, have you got a Twitter? <laughs> good are, are you on Twitter as well? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. It's Cullen Archer on Twitter. Um, I, I do just post sort of eco-related things on that. So Cool. All right. Hey, well, thank you very much for your time. And, um, yeah, we'll uh, encourage people to, to jump onto EcoBob and, uh, and also contact you if they, if they want to find out more. Okay, Matt, great. It was great to talk. So there you go. There was Carlin Archer all the way from Cape Town currently. Uh, Carlin is from EcoBob. And as he said, you can check out EcoBob at uh, ecobob.co.nz if you haven't checked that out already. And you can contact Carlin directly on carlin at ecobob.co.nz. And also check out his uh, Facebook page there, which um, should be able to find pretty easily if you search for EcoBob inside Facebook and uh, there are some great photos and and resources there and good conversation so um, head on over there and uh, and check it out also don't forget to check us out at homestylegreen.com and as always you can contact me uh, using the email comments at homestylegreen.com and also I will have our uh, Facebook page up and running. It, it is sitting there. I just need to uh, push a button to take it live, and I will do that very shortly. Um, 
And in the meantime, please also check us out in iTunes. And um, if you like the show, feel free to leave a rating there, uh, wherever you think that's appropriate. Um, there's a the little five-star scale there. You can just click on the stars. And if you if you feel so inclined, it would be great to leave a comment there and uh, give a little review as well. That's it for me for this week. Thank you very much for downloading and for listening. And uh, tune in next time to Homestyle Green. Catch you later.